It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. A good Friday morning or afternoon, wherever you're listening. I'm Mike Palm, that's Amal Shaw, and this is. Odds on we'll have Masters updates for you in about 15 minutes. And then at the 45-minute uh, mark of the show from Brady Cannon, who's just down the street at Bar Canada at the D, including Tiger Woods underway. I'm all a big day at the Masters yesterday. A lot of betting action at the windows last night. We had the opening day of Major League Baseball, NBA, and NHL winding down and heading towards the playoffs. And I want to say first thing right off the top, great call on the Astros and Framber Valdez last night. Oh, thanks. No, no, no. Oh, nice no, setup. You get, you get the Astros as a plus price. Yeah, no, I know that. But uh, I, I like your text on uh, <laughs> Stop it now. Give me my Cy Young at 100. It's dropping every hanging slider Garrett Cole throws. Framber's going down. I think he's about 65 to 1 right now. We're referencing a preseason bet that I made on Framber Valdez as 100 to 1. AL Cy Young. You could argue he looked the best of any pitcher yesterday. He was terrific. Uh, you Darvish pitched well. Uh, friend of mine no, was hitters through six for you. You. <laughs> so a friend of mine was at the Diamondbacks game last night, and I I called him because I figured he was. He goes, no, no. He goes, I left in the seventh inning. There was no action, and he goes, next thing I know, I look up and I see a four-two final. Who was that kid they brought in to close? Pitched in Japan. Walk, walk, hit, batter, and the game's over. <laughs> well, too bad Melanson's in the other dugout right now. Yeah, he sure is. That, that was an implosion of an epic kind on opening day for the Padres. Well, the problem with that is, is this going to be a harbinger of things to come? Is this a concern down the line if you're the uh, uh, Padres? You look at this offense without Tatis in the lineup. It's going to be a concern, I think, moving forward. You know what we didn't talk about about the trade that we praised for getting Taylor Rodgers huh. and getting rid of Paddock? 
They also sent Emilio Pagan, who they could have used last night to close. There's no question. And I'd be concerned. Look, I understand it's one game. I'm not trying to overreact, but I'm looking at a long term. Can this team close out games? How effective are they going to be? And what kind of impact does it have on Machado and everyone else in this lineup without Tatis? Because, you know, Will Myers is contractually obligated to only hit a home run in a game where they're up or down nine. Yeah, it was the Sammy Sosa clause in his contract. (laughs) You know, I have full disclosure here. The season was only about two and a half hours in, and I was already full hot sucker yesterday. I bet Bieber, I bet a big amount on Bieber first five. They get a runoff grindkey. They're up one nothing going to the bottom of the fifth. Did you watch the bottom of the fifth in not. Kansas City? Hunter Dozier leads off with a lazy fly ball to Lev left, and Ahmed Rosario drops it. Hits him, hits him right in the forearm. Are you serious? Second base, nobody out. That was only the second hit. They call it a hit. I mean, hit his arm. I should be in there. Um Bieber then strikes out Mondesi, gets Michael Taylor to pop up, and he's got ninth place hitter Nicky Lopez up for me to. He, I need one out to cash this ticket. Minus one thirty-five. Nicky Lopez lost the fly ball to left field, and Miles Straw and Rosario look at each other and let it drop. You know the that's problem. how I push that game. You know the problem when you look at play by play, it says double, it's double, two so, deep, two doubles to deep left. So if you're in looking Kansas at City, I'm thinking a shot down the line to the wall. Brutal. You know, maybe potential to go brutal. for three. No, no, brutal. no. <laughs> brutal, 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 brutal beat. That is awful. I mean, what yeah. what a tough way to lose a game. By All right, well, I, I kind of the gods favored me as uh, the Cardinals got nine runs on their own to get that game over eight. Well, it's funny. I took in game under nine and a half. Um, and shouldn't I, even had a sweat. Well, it should have been ten and a half. I missed the ten and a half. And it was a nine and a half, and I was like, all of a sudden, eighth inning, and I'm like, okay, fine. You four walk. nothing, five nothing. <laughs> what I don't understand with these guys is when Paul Goldschmidt's up and there's nobody on base. Why are you pitching him like the bases are loaded in the bottom of the ninth in a tie game? I mean, it's like it's unbelievable how cautious these guys are. Yeah, I made fun of the pitching matchup in Washington D.C. last night, mm-hmm. uh, but it was actually a good pitching matchup. Uh, and the Mets came away with a much-needed victory, and now they come back with Scherzer today to get their season off to a good start. It was funny. I'm looking at the games for today, and I see Scherzer minus... Uh, I'm sorry, I see Scherzer, and I, I'm like, wait a minute. And I completely forgot for a second yeah. he was on the Mets. You know, you're so used to seeing him in Washington, but uh, this Nationals team is going to struggle. Uh, yeah, I, I think when you look at this team offensively, they just don't have much. They don't have much, and they uh, struck out Soto in a big spot first and third, and that was really their only threat. Hit a solo home run later to lose 5-1. All right, underway early today. We had two games. That uh, first pitch was at 10.05 Pacific time. 3-2 in New York. Red Sox over the Yankees so far. Um, Devers with a two-run homer for the Red Sox. Rizzo comes back and gets the Yankees within one. 3-2 now bottom of the third. And White Sox and Tigers from Comerica. Uh, four hits already off Ed, uh, Eduardo Rodriguez for the Sox. They have three runs in in the bottom of the third there. It was a brutal, brutal top half of the third there at Comerica for the Tigers. And I'm just referring to Kirk Gibson and, and Chris Illich in the booth. <laughs> Uh, I tell you what, uh, this team, they're going to be competitive in the AL Central, but I I still think, you know, I was surprised when you said you thought Milwaukee would be the runaway winner in the Central. I think it's going to be the White Sox. I don't think either, uh, you know, whether it's Minnesota or potentially um, Detroit, I don't think they're really going to be able to put up much of a fight against the White Sox. Well, it'll be another day for the Brewers not to be in first place. The game... Rained out here in Wrigley Field. I was yeah. going to go here in about 10 minutes. Uh, let's get some some more action on the card today. The Phillies kick off their season with the A's in Philadelphia this afternoon. It's going to be Aaron Nola against Frankie Montas on the overnight of all. This game was $1.70, up to $1.95 now with a total of eight. My question to you is, do you lay the wood here with Nola? And number two, how long until the A's trade Montas? 
Uh, Montas will be gone uh, probably in about two months, depending on who makes the right offer. You don't want to wait till the trade deadline, then you can kind of get a little a bamboozled a bit. But, you know, for me, Mike, I want to see Nola bounce back before I back him at this price. Mm. I expect the Phillies to win this game, but Aaron Nola's got to show some consistency. He hasn't been the same pitcher he was a few years ago. Let's see what he can do now in this matchup. Orioles are at the Trop taking on the Rays today. Johnny means a business against Shade McClanahan, you know, there's some talk about McClanahan as a Cy Young candidate. He was the Rays' best pitcher the last half of last year. Rays laying $1.95 at home today with a total of all seven and a half. Yeah, another interesting one. I think Means gives Baltimore the best chance every fifth day to win a game. Um, again, I, I'm not getting involved in a lot of these games unless I see something that really stands out. Boy, we're coming out with already ridiculous prices on the Rays of minus 195. I mean, this game fast forward to August is going to be about three 325. It's just crazy at this point in time already. Dodgers open their season at Coors today, taking on the Rockies. Walker Bueller against Kevin Freeland. Total 11.5. The Dodgers, a mall, a $2 favorite. Minus 220 now. Uh, on the run line, minus 150. Is this now Walker Bueller's team? With Kershaw signing a one-year contract. Yeah, well, listen, don't make no mistake about it. The leader in this clubhouse is and will be Clayton Kershaw as long as he's there. But in terms of the pitching staff, the ace is Walker Buehler at this point in time. By the way, uh, I see the Dodgers are minus a run and a half, minus 151. Why the hell, they? why don't they just make it minus uh, 210? I mean, give me a break, minus 150. I get that you're at cores and runs are scored, but... Come on, minus, minus, and minus 150. I'm not laying $2 in this spot. I'm, I wouldn't lay one any of this spot. To, yeah. No, my point being is, I mean, like, you look at the run line, and, and you're shaving it only 70 cents here. It's just, I get it at Coors, but still so high of a price. Coors is a neutralizing of, of pitching, I believe. I, I don't think you take and you bet great pitchers at, uh, on the road as huge favorites there. You know, I always like teams who have guys that can put the ball in the gaps. Center field, mm. that outfield is so big, especially right field. Yeah, what well, you got to have guys out there that can cover it like mm. a Bellinger and Betts. Um, but to me, uh, this is gonna be an interesting one. I want to see how this Dodgers team looks uh, in terms of the lineup and overall how they perform. The next game, I'm all I found to be the most curious price today. The Mariners, an A rating AL Cy Young winner, Robbie Ray, are in Minneapolis at Target Field to take on the Twins. Joe Ryan gets the opening day start for the Twins, and the Twins. A dollar twenty-five favorite here with a total of seven and a half. I'm surprised by this number. As am I. I thought uh, Seattle would be a pick'em or a slight favorite here with Robbie Ray on the mound. I am really surprised by this one. I didn't end up playing this, um, but you know, I think this is one where you look at. There were two games I didn't play that I looked at. One was this one with Seattle here, mm -hmm. the plus one hundred five, and then probably the next one we'll discuss uh, with the Giants. But no qualms with taking the M's here. Uh, I'll tell you. I, again, these run lines, I thought if you're going to be a plus 105, you'll probably be about plus 170 or 175 on the run line, but still only plus 164 Seattle if you like them to win by two or more. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned it, Marlins at the Giants this afternoon. Big Sandy Alcantara gets a start for the M's. And Logan Webb, your ace of the staff now. Maybe it will be run down, but Logan Webb gets the opening day start in San Francisco. A little bit of a cheap price for the Giants here at home, up from 135 on the overnight to 145. Again, a total of seven and a half. I looked at this game in two ways, Amal, but I don't have a play on it yet. Yeah, uh, well, which two ways did you look at? I looked at first five under. Uh -huh. I would rather get a four. I can't get a four, though. Tough to play three and a halfs again with, with no DH. I know the weather's a factor here, and the weather played a huge factor in the low-scoring low games yesterday. I also thought the Giants are pretty cheap at home right here. Well, it, it is fairly cheap, but to me, having Logan Webb as your ace is like having a nine-high flush. 
I mean, you, you, you're just not that comfortable or confident. Yeah, with four on the board. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, do, you look, do you look at the Marlins in this spot? That's what I'm saying. I, yeah. I think it's Alcantara, no mm, play. I, mm. I don't look. Real quickly, look back at San Francisco last year. I thought everybody had a banner year. Career they, years. Career years, right? I just don't believe in this team. That's why I think the Dodgers are going to run away from this division mm. because it's going to be the Padres that's the only real contender. I think San Francisco regresses. This is a team that if they win 78, wouldn't surprise me. If they won 86, wouldn't surprise me. But I don't think they're getting past 88. I know we're one day in, but the Indians and the Padres' first five underplays might be something to look at early in the year here. Good starting pitching, not much hitting. I, I think with the Padres especially, because I think the the removal of Tatis from that lineup for the first few months of the season is going to be huge. Game two in the nation's capital. Uh, Scherzer, as we said, takes on Josiah Gray, the young man for the Nats. Scherzer, $1.80 on the road here, Amal, with a total of eight and a half. Well, Maxie's had great success here in this uh, ballpark. Uh, John Gray going the other way. The question is, can the Mets give the run support? You know, I was actually surprised they were able to muster five runs yesterday. This has been the issue with this team all year, the last year and a half, basically. Um, you know, Mike, not the worst price with Scherzer going against his former $1. team. fifty now. Well, this was yeah. 180 on the overnet. Yeah. Big move. Big move in favor of the Nats, and I don't know why. The Masters has teed off, but that doesn't mean you still can't make money this tournament. Our experts will tell you their best bets during the tournament for matchups, long shot opportunities, and which golfers have the best value to win on Sunday. Sign up today and get full access to VEASAN through May. That includes the start of the baseball season and our NFL draft betting guide for only $19 at VEASAN.com slash spring. Tiger, one under, tied for 10th. A lot of people fading him today. His number went from 73 to 74 and a half over under number of strokes. When we come back, we'll get a master's update from Brady Cannon. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her 
roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser podcast to start listening. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine. Nicotine pouches are smoke-free and spit-free and are made with food-grade ingredients. Simply open the child-resistant lid and place the pouch between your upper lip and gum for up to one hour of real nicotine satisfaction. Zen is available in 10 varieties and 2 strengths. 3 milligrams for fresh nicotine satisfaction and 6 milligrams for even more nicotine enjoyment. Simple and discreet, you can enjoy Zen anywhere, anytime. Find your freedom, find your satisfaction, Find your Zen. That's ZYN.com to learn more and find Zen nicotine pouches near you. Zen nicotine pouches are for adults 21 plus who currently use tobacco or nicotine, which is an addictive chemical. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. Amal, just a few games left now. Sunday, we wrap up the NBA regular season and teams are jockeying for playoff position. Maybe some opportunities to find some value in these games on the NBA slate tonight. I really only watched one game last night, and it was a pretty good game, Bucks and Celtics from Milwaukee. Yeah, I'll tell you what, dude, uh, competitive game uh, down the stretch there. Uh, George Hill making a great play for Milwaukee to pull that one out, but uh, t- tough beat between Charlotte and uh, Orlando if you had the over in that one, Mike. They scored 120 points in the first half, needed 110 in the second half. They went up at 109 there. It looked like it was going to get over comfortably, but I would advise this this weekend if you're betting some of these games. Look at the overs. I told you that Lakers game was a wrong move in terms of that total coming down at 219. Game flies over the total. They wind up at 240 there. This is all open gym right now. Nobody's playing defense in these games. You just got to figure out which game you want to bet the over on. I think you got a great opportunity on Sunday. I think you put a few parlays together with the overs. Now Mitch Moss and Paulie were talking about betting overs here these final games of the year. I look at the East... Celtics at 50 and 31 at the three hole right now. I think that's right where you want to be to play the Bulls. 76ers, you know that they opened a point and a half dog. They closed a three and a half point favorite. Didn't get the job done north of the border last night. I don't think they want to play the Raptors in the first round. Celtics are at Memphis. 76ers home to Indianapolis and Detroit. I think if you're the Sixers, you got to try to get that three seed. 
Yeah, I would agree with you there. I mean, if you're in the three-hole, that becomes huge for you potentially uh, down the stretch in terms of if somebody behind you, if the one and two seeds fall off, you could have home court advantage throughout the postseason. Big game in the East tonight is really the battle for seventh place. And who gets to host that first round seven, eight game? Nets currently 42 and 38 and the Cavs 43 and 37. They meet tonight in Brooklyn. Big for the Nets to get the seventh seed. You can still lose a game. You just need to win one out of two to get into the bracket. We look at this game tonight, the Nets lane eight with a total of 232 and a half. Let me hit you with this stat. I'm all eight and a half now. In their last 22 home games as a favorite, the Nets are 1-21 and 21 against the spread. I, I was going to actually go with 2-20. and 20. I, I figured it was, I remember it was a pretty bad number. I didn't know it was that bad. But, uh, wow, this is a big line here at 8.5 in a critical game. Um, Cleveland obviously wins this one. They get the seventh mm-hmm. seed wrapped up. But remember, Brooklyn's got the Pacers on Sunday. You're extremely confident they're going to be able to pull that one out. If they're 8.5 in this spot, they're going to be, what, 13-14 on Sunday? So, Mike, I would have to take the dog here or no play in this game. Bucks are at the Pistons tonight, Amal. Back-to-back for the Bucks, laying five and a half with a total of 228. You know, they're laying the low number here, but this tells me they're going to have a bunch of guys out. What, what, what's the situation for them from a playoff standpoint is the big question mark right now. Well, right now, they're in, the two, they're in the two-hole, right. half game ahead of the Celtics. They yeah. have two games left. Theoretically, they could catch the Heat, but the Heat only have to win one of their last two home to Atlanta and at Orlando. Yeah, and Boston closes out with uh, at Memphis mm-hmm. here. So Milwaukee, with their final game... Memphis they, has nothing to play for. Correct. They're locked into the, the two the, in the West. Yeah, the West yeah. is all pretty much... And then the Cavaliers, Milwaukee plays Cleveland in the final game. So um, I don't know in terms of the tiebreaker scenario with Boston who, who gets the edge there, but uh, Milwaukee, that, I think you're seeing a low line here because I would check the lineups before betting this game. I don't think you're going to see a host of bucks in there. Uh, uh, Mitch Moss said he'd take a shot at the Pistons on the money line tonight. Well, if you're going to play the plus yeah. five, I mean, yeah, why not? You're going to plus uh, one, 180. 180. 180 right now. Uh, Raptors sitting in the five spot. They could still get by the 76ers and get the four, which would mean they would have home, home court in that series in the opening round against the 76ers. They are hosting the Rockets tonight in Toronto. Back-to-back for the Raptors as well. They are laying 11.5 with a total of 228 them all. Yeah, I think it's hard to see a scenario in which the Raptors move ahead of Philadelphia simply because when you look at it, Philadelphia's got a couple of easy matchups remaining, and I think that'll be the benefit for them in terms of where they're at in this uh, number, uh, excuse me, the four spot. They got the Pacers and the Pistons, so I feel pretty good about Philly being able to move on. Hawks in an interesting spot. They're at the Heat tonight. They're with the Nets eighth right now, both with 42 and 38, but the Nets own the tiebreaker. Will be tough. They could move to 43 and 38. I don't know who has the tiebreaker with them in Cleveland to possibly move into the eighth spot where you don't have to win two games. Yeah. Uh, they're at Miami tonight and then at Houston. Tonight in Miami, Hawks and Heat. Hawks, this was a pick em overnight. Now Hawks, minus one and a half with a total of 230 all. Yeah, uh, again, don't see major guys out for Miami tonight in this one, so this will be an interesting one. Uh, but remember, Miami has got the uh, – are they, they've wrapped up the number no, one overall seed. No, it's possible for the Bucks. If they lose no. their last two and the Bucks win their last two, the Bucks get the one seed. No, I think I, – are you, are you sure? Well, I, think I, I got a Z next to the Miami Heat here showing that they've wrapped up the uh, conference. Is that the whole conference or yeah. the division? I think it's the conference, but uh, just to double-check here uh, – yeah, the, yeah, number okay. one seed overall. Right. Yeah, so that's why you're seeing the Atlanta. Game much more important to Atlanta. Absolutely, Miami. This is just a game where would you, you play you, the Hawks in a spot like this? I would. I, I like teams that have something to play for compared to teams that don't have anything to play for. 
And with uh, Miami having wrapped it up, by the way, this has got to be one of the most impressive number one seed performances from a team, not from a record standpoint, 52 and 30, uh, but just from the standpoint of getting a one seed in a competitive conference when you've been decimated by injuries throughout well, the course of the season. They held off the Bucks, Celtics, and Sixers to get that seed. I mean, they're all, all these teams are on a pretty close plane, in my opinion. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. But yeah. listen, Oladipo's been out. Jimmy Butler's yeah. been out. Tyler Hero's been out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bam's been out. I mean, how many injuries can you have? I guess the Lakers maybe should take heed of that sometime and try and make an effort. All right, let's look at a couple games in the West. As you said, not too much jockeying in the West right now. Um, Blazers at Mavs tonight. The Blazers just continue to be abysmal, not even covering these big numbers. And it's a big one in Dallas. Mavericks, Lane, 19 and a half of all. This was 17 and a half on the overnight. Total of 220. Uh, I mean, what gives anyone any hope or confidence that this team could cover? You know, you look at this game early on. They had a, a little bit of a lead. They were down five at the end of the first quarter. They just get blown out in the second half. They get outscored by 20, end up losing this game by 33. You know, I was looking at that Portland lineup last night. Chris Dunn, a retread. Greg Brown, 6'7", looked like he was bigger than that when he was at Texas. They just don't have any weapons out there. I mean, this team has been decimated by injuries. The trade to McCollum has hurt them. Uh, I, I think this is a game in which I would stay away from it. Now, here's an interesting game, and I, and I want to talk about motivation. Right now, Mavericks in the four-hole, 50-30. and 30. Jazz, 48-32 and 32 with two games to go. Host Phoenix and at Portland. Count at Portland is a win. Nuggets have one game left with the Lakers. Jazz are hosting the Suns tonight. If you're the Jazz, first, the philosophical question. Would you rather be in the six hole and play Golden State in the first round and avoid the Suns in the second round should you advance? Or would you rather be in the five hole and play at Dallas? I would rather play at Dallas. I think this team can manage through this Mavericks team. Look, at the end of the day, you're going to have to play whoever's on the list. It doesn't really matter. So for me, I think it's a situation where you you just got to go out there and put your best foot forward. But I think Dallas defensively, I, I think you can take this team. And, you know, the good news is with Luka, he's going to be complaining half the time when he misses a shot. Jazz, a two-and-a-half-point home favorite to the Suns. Total 226-and-a-half tonight, Amal. I, I think you take Utah here. What is Phoenix playing for? Nothing. Yeah, they, I mean, they could finish up at 65-17, and 17, which is an impressive record, but... Doesn't really matter. They got to win the title to ca- uh, cap this season. Shocking news from the NBA: LeBron will not play the rest of the year. The final two games, he's rec- re- going to recover his ankle. Lakers, do they deserve to be a four and a half point home favorite tonight to the Thunder? Yeah, because the Thunder are bad. <laughs> but I, How about I the Lakers, what have they lost? Eight in a row? <laughs> yeah, I think it's nine now, right? Or is it eight? Yeah, ten? Who oh, no, knows? It's, it's awful. It's just awful. Well. Happy trails to LeBron for the rest of the season. (laughs) When we come back, we're going to play one of our favorite games, over or out with Major League Baseball teams. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Golf season is here, and Bed River Sportsbook is your home for hundreds of golf betting options. Hit a hole-in-one this week with new specials on Bed River Sportsbook. All tournament long, log into BetRivers.com or your Bed Rivers app to receive a 20% profit boost on all golf wagers. Get on the action today by downloading the Bed River Sportsbook app or visiting BetRivers.com. Take part in the biggest week of golf all year and bet with a winner. Bet with Bet Rivers. Terms and conditions apply. Visit BetRivers.com for details. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with them all. Sean, 15 minutes, we'll get another Masters update. 
from Brady Cannon, who's down the street at Bar Canada at the D. We'll see if Tiger's dropped any more strokes to par as he got off to a rough start with a bogey on one. I'm all I want to hit the baseball games that we haven't covered yet, and then we're going to play over and out. This is a game we do with coaches and managers from different sports. Will the team go over their win total, or will the coach be fired? Either, both, neither. Uh, Amal gets to give his opinion. Let's start in Toronto. The Rangers are at the Blue Jays, both teams kicking off their season. The old gray mayor, John Gray, uh, new home for him in uh, Arlington with the Rangers. He gets the opening day start against an acquisition from the Twins late last year for the Blue Jays, Jose Barrios. The Blue Jays from $1.55 on the overnight up to $1.70 with a total of all at Sky Dome of nine. No surprise by this move, but I'll be looking at the Jays here on the run line. You get plus 115. You know, yesterday, I didn't get an opportunity. I want to give out a stat. We were talking about the run line. In 2014 and 2015, the Blue Jays won 176 games. They won 146 of those games by two runs or more, Mike. So they won about 82% of their games on the run line. I think this is just something people should consider instead of laying such heavy numbers. You've got a team that's expected to be fairly prolific offensively against a Rangers team that could struggle. I think if you're going to take this game, you look at Toronto laying the run and a half. Reds at Braves, game two of that series from SunTrust. Reds get the opening night victory there. Got off to a lead against Freed and held it. Molly pitched well for them. Uh, San Martin going for the Reds tonight against Charlie Morton for the Braves. Braves laying $1.80, even money on the run line, the total of nine them all. Yeah, this is a game where I think the Atlanta Braves bounce back. This is, to me, where in baseball you get great opportunities here. I'd be looking potentially at the run line as well with the Braves at minus a run and a half. What time is this game at officially? It's in the evening. It's later on. Okay. Yeah. The um, I think the Braves minus a run and a half, uh, even money is a pretty good play here, especially in that ballpark where we know teams can put up some runs. How um, reticent are you to play home teams on the run line? I'm not as concerned as you are. Look, the bottom line, no, I'm, I'm serious because I know every time you and I have this discussion, you say to me, well, they're at home, I don't, you know, I don't get that extra at bat. But then I would, I mean, you know, I'd make the argument in the bottom of the ninth, the team could score down by two, and then you'd get an opportunity to add on attack on run there to uh, have a two-run lead. First pitch at 420 Pacific time, uh, I'm all. Astros at Angels. Astros takes the first game of the series last night behind the brilliant pitching of Fran Valdez. Let me tell you something. He was very efficient as well. I mean, he got into the sixth inning, he only had 47 pitches. That was five. impressive. Yes. But th- that, to me, is the fault of the lineup. At times, you got to take a couple of pitches here and there. I mean, to have only that few of pitches through five innings, that that's just poor uh, ABs. Shohei begins his Cy Young and MVP campaigns, taking a loss and going 0 for 4. The Angels counter. Now, here's what I talk about the Angels. You go from Shohei to Reed Detmers tonight. <laughs> and believe it or not, Reed, Reed Detmers is favored over the Astros. $1.15, small home favorite for the Angels, total nine and a half. Yeah, I'm surprised he's a little bit of a favorite here, but again, they're at Jake home. Jake Odorizzi goes for the Strokes yeah, tonight, I, by the way. I'm looking at Odorizzi here. Mm. Not going to play this game uh, either side. Really? How about over? Nine and a half? Yeah. I mean, weather not as much of a factor right now in Anaheim, but I, I got to see some from these offenses. I think these teams are going to struggle a little bit offensively. Towers talked about it in terms of, uh, offensive productivity That's or Josh lack Josh Towers, former Major League pitcher and World Series champion with the Yankees. That, that is correct. Uh, 2009. Um, but, you know, to me, I think when you look at it, uh, I, I want to see some output from these offenses yet before I jump on board. All right, the Padres are in Phoenix tonight, hoping to bounce back from that epic collapse in the bottom of the ninth. Up two to nothing. UU gives them six no-hit innings, and they blow four to two. Manaya recently acquired from the A. Sean Manaya gets the start for the Padres tonight. Merrill Kelly on the bump for the D-backs. The Padres, $1.35 favorite with a total of nine juice to the over, Amal. 
Yeah, I like the Padres here. I think they bounce back fairly cheap price with Manaya on the mound against Merrill Kelly here. I think the Padres get on track in this game. Remember, the Diamondbacks struggled for the first eight innings. Very fortunate in that game to come out with a win. Their offense was 3U Darvish walks for the, for the first seven innings. Uh, Darvish pitched well. Uh, his th- stuff was, he had his stuff. Yeah. But again, yeah. it was against the Diamondbacks outside of Kettle Marte. Who's concerning you in that lineup? Um, not too many. Uh, all right, let's play over and out now. We'll do this with Major League Baseball teams. The questions are, will this team go over their win total or their manager be out? I love doing this in college football. Let's try it for Major League Baseball. And let's start in Anaheim with the Angels. Amal Shaw, will the Angels go over 83 and a half wins or will Joe Madden be out as the manager? I don't think Joe Madden's going to be out, but uh, 83, so you're looking at 84 and 78. Yeah, I think this team can get there. I, I don't have any confidence one way or the other in terms of this one on which side of the fence. I mean, if you say under, no problem. If you say over, no qualms. Either way, Joe Madden stays. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Absolutely. How much of the blame, Amal, for the Cubs only winning one World Series with that team should be laid at the doorstep of Joe Madden? No, it should be laid at the, the feet of the Ricketts. To me, you decided you wanted to start to pulling pieces apart. They didn't bring in the pitching they want. You know what? This happens a lot in sports. People are unaware of, unless you're like the Lakers or some of these teams like the Dallas Cowboys who just are flush with cash. A lot of these owners say we overspent on building a team. Forget that. Let's just start trading off pieces and let's just start pocketing the money. And to me, the Cubs are one of the most prominent franchises, not just in Major League Baseball, but in all of North American sports. And for them to dismantle Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, you look at Javi Baez has moved on. I mean, give me a break. You drafted extremely well. Give Epstein and his staff a ton of credit for what they were able to assemble. I thought that was a team that could have put together a long run. Could have been similar to, I don't want to go crazy and say it would have been similar to what the late Yankees did. I mean, the 90s Yankees did. But for me, I, I thought they hit some really nice pieces. Will the Yankees, Amal Shaw, go over 91 and a half wins? Or will Aaron Boone be out as manager? Uh Depending on the finish, I think Boone could be out. Um, 92 wins. Boy, it's such a competitive division. They lack guys getting on base. Uh, right now, tied at three apiece Ooh. in this one. Uh, I don't know. really comes down to their pitching. Does anybody else step up with consistency? Montgomery, Severino, uh, Jamison Tyone. Who steps up behind Garrett Cole? And by the way, look, I know they signed Garrett Cole to this huge contract, and I said this last year when they signed him. This guy is not on the same level as Jacob DeGrom, Max Scherzer, Clayton Kershaw in his height of his powers. I'm not going to sit there and say Pedro because Pedro was at a different level. Justin Verlander. Justin Verlander. I just don't see it with Garrett Cole. To me, he is not that. You know, when Smoltzy took the ball for the Braves in the postseason, you go, all right, dude, we're going to have to win one of the next games, right? Because he was going to win his game in the playoffs. 15 and three in the playoffs, Smoltz? That's what I'm saying. When, when Pedro, 99, 2000, what was that year? He had the 1.74 ERA. It was like, all right, you just went to go watch Pedro pitch. You don't see that with Garrett Cole. Will the Dodgers go over 98 and a half wins, which you say yes. You say yes. 104. Yeah. If they don't, mm-hmm. will Davey Roberts be out as the manager? No, because Dave Roberts has one of the most important things you need in any job. He has the ability to get along with people. Mm-hmm. He is great at managing the personalities with these teams. It's funny. You and I talk about it every time I want to go to USC. They always ask about certain things. I said, listen, you can be smart in your field, but the ability to get along with people is vitally important. And Dave Roberts, Kershaw respects him. Uh, Betts respects him. Bellinger respects him. Guys like him. He's a former player. Remember, he had that critical steal for the stolen Red Sox. Biggest stolen biggest base in baseball history. Absolutely I think. right. I would agree it with you. It changed the fortunes of that franchise coming it back really against did. the Yankees. It really, really did. Down 0-3. <laughs> I think with what they've been able to do with him at the helm, 
The way he manages players, I think the only thing sometimes that I don't like is they rely heavily on the analytics with the Dodgers. But other than that, I think it's hard to find fault. And I know people want to criticize the failures in the postseason. But to me, the NCAA tournament, even in the NFL and in baseball when you get hot, I think it's just the criticism is not warranted sometimes. It's such a small sample size. In many ways, Dave Roberts is the queen of England. He's a figurehead there. He's communicating. These decisions are made in, in all these analytic people in the front office and all. That's fine. I mean, look, I, don't, I, I think analytics has a great place, particularly in baseball. I think it's got the greatest value in baseball of any sport. But I think they get paralysis by overanalysis. I think it's sometimes you've got to sit there and make gut decisions. You know, that's why I love Rizzo, right? He's the one guy willing to lay down a bunt when they overshift. Will the White Sox, the go-go Sox, will they go over 91 and a half wins? Or will Tony La Russa be out as manager? No, I think LaRusse is a guy that's respected uh, by Jerry Reinsdorf and liked, and I think this team is going to exceed that 91 wins. I, you know, it's a good number on the White Sox, but I think they're probably in the 93 to 95 range. Now here's a, a very good question. Will the Blue Jays go over 92 and a half wins, or if they don't, will Charlie Montoya be out as manager? I don't know if they get over the number of wins, but yes, I believe I think this is the most likely to be out if they don't I exceed do so far yeah. from our list. I'll give you another one. Philly's over 86 and a half or Girardi out? Uh, he'll be gone. Marlins over 77 and a half or Donnie Baseball out? I think Donnie Baseball would be gone at the end of this year. Yeah? Yeah, I, well, I think because Jeter's not there any longer. There's, there's a certain amount of respect he had for Mattingly. And it's, it's not easy down there in South Florida. Dade County doesn't support the Marlins except when they are in the World Series and they just don't have the talent and the consistency. All right. One more quick. Bud Black, over 68 and a half are out. Buddy Black, bye-bye. Uh, when we come back, we'll have an update from Brady Cannon, and we'll get to them all in and the Palm Reader Playbook for the weekend. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and 
and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back into Odds On, Mike Palm with Amal Shaw. Amal Shaw, like Air Supply, all out of love. No plays for the weekend. He'll rest on his laurels with the Astros as a dog last night. All right, let me go through my plays, and then we're going to go around the world in 80 plays. We're going to hit a bunch of different events happening around the world. For me this weekend, two units. It's a parlay today. Uh, Early morning games here getting underway shortly. I'm going to take Phillies and Nola. I know you said you have a wait-and-see approach on Nola. I just think the A's are terrible. And I'll fade Johnny Means and the Orioles with McClanahan. He was great last year. Both of these are minus 190. I'm mad I didn't get the overnight on the Phillies at 175. This pays uh, plus 133 on the parlay. Other two-unit play, all eyes will be on the Etihad on Sunday morning, Amal, or Sunday evening in England. This game essentially for the Premier League title. Liverpool one point behind Man City. Man City a favorite at home, plus 120 on the three-way. Liverpool about plus 210. I'm going to take Liverpool and half a goal, minus 125. If it's tied late, you know Man City will play for the tie with being one point ahead. That's a great point you make in terms of that matchup. I think it's going to be a terrific one. Love the way Liverpool is playing right now. I think they got a great opportunity in both of these teams still alive and uh, really in the driver's seat in the Champions League. Huge game in the Central Division in the NHL between the second and third seeds right now. The Wild, Minnesota in St. Louis tonight to take on Ville Husso in the Blues. Talbot will get the start. Good goaltending matchup. I'm going to go under one and a half first period. Plus 120. And then let's start out around the world in 80 days. I have a play on this game. We're going to start out in Newcastle on the Tyne at St. James Park. The kickoff at noon today, Amal, between Newcastle and the Wolverhampton Wolves. Newcastle, a slight home favorite, a little surprising to me. Plus 120. Wolverhampton, plus 280 on the three-way. A draw is plus 210. You can find under two, plus 105, or under two and a half, Minus 180. I'm all my one unit play is the Wolves plus a half minus 140. I like your play here, getting the half a goal here because I think they'll be able to keep a potential clean sheet in this matchup at St. James Park against Newcastle. Far a separation in the standings between these two teams right now. Wolverhampton sitting at 49 points, Newcastle at just 31 here. I, I thought this plus a half a goal is very uh, is one you definitely take. By the way, the numbers come down actually right now. Wolverhampton minus 115 on plus half a goal. Oh wow! Yeah, who's not playing? 
Haven't I seen hope Saw's playing. Saw, one of the best goaltenders in the world, as well as the EPL. All right, let's start moving around the world. And from Newcastle, we're going to come back to the United States. Charleston, South Carolina, a very good women's tournament going on there. The Credit One Charleston Open. ATP 10th ranked Ans Chabur. Hannibal marched the elephants through uh, Carthage, and she comes out of Tunisia as well, the 27-year-old, against Annalina Kalanina, who is from the Ukraine and ranked 50th. The 25-year-old plus 220, you got to lay $3 with Ans. Yeah, I like Jabor in this spot. Big price here, but I think she should be able to roll. Kalanina had a tough match against Elise Cornet yesterday. Wins in the breaker in the first set. Wins the second set, 7-5. Jabor rolled over Begu in that spot here. Terrific all-court player is Jabour. I think she's just a little bit more of a complete player. Kalanina just sneaking into the top 50 now for the first time. So this is a good opportunity on Jabour here if you're going to put her in a parlay or two. Paula Bedosa rolling early at Charleston as well. Let's that, was, go. that was too low of a price against Benches. Let's head career. south to Amelie Arena in Tampa Bay. 4 o'clock Pacific time tonight. A good matchup in the Atlantic Division between the Bruins and the Lightning. Lightning struggling as of late. It'll be Vasilevsky against Allmark. Not Swayman and goal. Uh, for the bees, the lightning, a dollar sixty-five home favorite. That's up from a dollar fifty on the overnight. I'm all the total five and a half juiced over. Yeah, this is where I think I, I got to develop a bit of a habit of taking some of these money line parlays like you do. I like uh, Tampa here to bounce back. Losers of three in a row didn't play particularly well in the first period against Washington. I think they get back on track in this one against Boston here. Let's go down further south to Bogota, Colombia, one thirty Pacific time. The Copa Calcinitas presentado por Zurich Arena Barra. 116th ranked Romanian against the 20 year old Russian Camila Rakamova. Rakamova minus a dollar ninety. Barra get back one fifty. Yeah, like Rakamova, a little bit more power here. Barra's going to struggle on serve like she usually does. I think even if you get broken in this one with Rakamova, you have great opportunities to be able to bounce back on breaking serve the other way here. So I look at Rakamova in this one. Arch Madness Talbot and Huso, uh, Wild and Blues tonight. I got the under first period. Wild a slight slight road favorite here. Do you agree with that? Uh, I do not. Uh, I still think St. Louis should be the home favorite here, but Minnesota, I, I don't play them unless they're at home. Uh, I would stay away from this matchup here. Your guys in net, though. From St. Louis, we go south to Houston, Texas. This is the men's clay court championships. 31st ranked Christian Guerin against, from Chile against America's own Taylor Fritz. Fritz laying 310, get back 235 on Guerin. Yeah, I think this is a high price on Fritz on the clay here. Christian Garin's a terrific clay court player. He's had tremendous success in the South American swings throughout his career. I would look at Garin here, plus the, uh, if you can get a plus games bet, uh, a lot of places usually have that. Maybe you can get three and a half in this one. I would look at him there, but I don't want to lay the price with Fritz. All right, from Houston, we go north to Winnipeg, Manitoba. The Avalanche taking on the Jets. Horrific home loss for the Jets against the Red Wings the other night. Thomas, it was Gre- a bad price. It was, it was a bad price. And Grice played well after the first period. Um, Francois in goal tonight for the Avs against Hellebuck. Let me tell you, how do you play Connor Hellebuck 72 games in today's NHL? They're not doing him any favors. Uh, he's had a down year. Avs here, $1.80 on the road tonight, total six. That tells me they're probably going to move on from him. Mm-hmm. Because when you decide you're going to wear a goalie out in a situation like this, it makes no sense. Um, big price here, but remember, this uh, Colorado team with uh, Franco and Net 13-3-1, continues to play well. I don't like the number at 180 here, but I think the Avalanche, you know, not a bad play if you take the Lightning and the, and the Avalanche here. Back to Charleston, South Carolina for the women's tournament. Amanda Anisimova. Uh, born in Freehold, New Jersey, yep. 20 years old and ranked 43rd, takes on Colleen Malarkey from New York City, the 30-year-old, also known as Coco Vandaway. Anissa Mova, 
minus 550, get back 370 on Coco. Yeah, the price has come down drastically. It was at 750 on the overnights. Vandaway is a terrific player. Uh, really has tremendous power. However, she struggled with injuries the last three years. Anna Samova playing well. Remember, she made a French Open final. Lost to Ash Barty. Dangerous on the clay courts here. I think she's got a great shot to win this tournament. It's going to come down to her and Badosa, in my opinion. Uh, but I think Anna Samova rolls in this one. If you got a wager opportunity, I'd look at Anna Samova in straight sets here. From Charleston, South Carolina, to the heart of the Andalusias, Ramon sanchez Pizjuan Stadium. Granada invades Sevilla. Sevilla, minus 215 on the three-way Amal. Granada, plus 650. The draw is plus 340. Total, two and a half, minus 135. Yeah, when you look at these teams, Sevilla in the top four in La Liga right now. Granada and near the bottom five, but they're clear at this point in time in terms of relegation, so... You feel pretty good, but remember, not too far out. Mallorca could make a push, so pay attention here. Uh, eight games remaining in La Liga's schedule. Uh, so right now, this is game number 31, match week 31. All right, let's finish 3 p.m. Pacific time back in Houston, the men's clay court championships. A battle of two Americans, a generational game here. Francis Tiafo ranked 30th in the world, a 24-year-old, against the big serve of John Isner, 36 years old, and ranked 21st. Isner, just a slight favorite, minus $1.20. Yeah, Clay Court not his best service, but yesterday, a tremendous job against Stevie Johnson. Comes from a set down, facing a match point in the second set. Loses only three points on serve in the uh, third set. Tiafo's inconsistent. He's one of those guys that's persona non grata with me. Just can't trust guys that are inconsistent, that don't give a full-fledged effort on every point. Think it's showtime out there. Wouldn't touch this game. But Isner, his serve is so tough, and you're really counting on him potentially if you go to a tie break. You always like Big John's serve in those situations. Sunday morning, 8.30 our time. Pep Can't Guardiola, Jurgen Klopp, the best two managers in the world, and it's all on the line. Yeah, I thought you were about to say Pep's the best manager in the world. I was no, no, I, 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 I lean Klopp. I, there's no lean, buddy. But you don't, think, you don't think Guardiola's a clear number two? He is a clear number two. Uh, I like Conti as well, but to me, the Reds. Never walk alone. They're going to win this one. Stay tuned to VEASAN. Up next, it's Betting Across America. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.